Hey, First Free, this is Kyle, one of your pastors, and it's a pleasure to be in the Word with you. Today we're going to be in 2 Peter chapter 3. The verses I will be talking about specifically are verses 3 through 13. So let's read our text, I'll make a few quick observations, and then I'll leave you with a few questions to chew on. 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 through 13. Most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come, mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. They deliberately forgot that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command. And he brought the earth from the water and surrounded it with water. Then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. And by the same world, the present heavens and earth have been stored up for fire. They are being kept for the last day of judgment when ungodly people will be destroyed. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some of you think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want to let anyone be destroyed, but he wants everyone to repent. But in the day of the Lord will come unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives should you live? Looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heaven on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth he has promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. Throughout all scripture, a common tactic of those who oppose God is to taunt his people for trusting in his promises, especially when they see the times get tough. This is also the case when it comes to his final and ultimate justice over all things. For some reason, it makes them feel empowered to feel like they can say whatever they want without any consequence. But as we know by God's revelation, God will have the last word and he will not be mocked. And Peter knew this. Peter grew up hearing the prophetic writings of Isaiah and Jeremiah and others who recorded how some people mocked God, his promises, and even his people for wanting to trust him in the past. However, Peter had lived long enough to see God fulfill those promises into his very present. So between that and what he had experienced with Jesus, he tells his readers to not doubt Jesus' promised return, nor Jesus was working in the present, even when things seem hard. This keeps us from living lackadaisical and also points us toward living on mission. A few quick questions for you to chew on in the midst of this. First, why is God's final and ultimate coming justice something he must be committed to? How does that teach us about both his justice and his love? Question number two, how can followers of Jesus live eager and expectant for his return, yet praise him for his patience in giving people more time to repent from their sins? Ultimately, isn't this the story of us all?
third. How are you responding to the nudges that God is giving you to both share the gospel and to live a life more reflective of it? Verse 14, be a great charge for us to end our time in the Word today. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. It's been great being in the Word with you here today, and I pray that God has used it to change the way that you think, live, and worship.